Good morning and welcome to St. Patrick's Cathedral for the celebration of the Eucharist on this fourth Sunday in Ordinary Time. You can download the worship program for this Mass on your smartphone or other device at www.stpatrickscathedral.org live. The celebrant for this Mass is the Archbishop of New York, Timothy Cardinal Dolan. As we begin our liturgy, we invite you to rise and to join in singing the entrance hymn. It is number 751 in the St. Michael hymnal found in the pews. Number 751, sing praise to the Lord. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, peace be with you. 
and welcome to Sunday Mass here at America's Parish Church, St. Patrick's Cathedral. People are with us on live stream and the Catholic Faith Network and the Catholic Channel Satellite Radio 129, and we're glad they are. And a special welcome to those among us who are some of our um, extraordinarily generous uh, benefactors of the Cardinal's annual stewardship appeal. Thank you. We're glad you're here. That we might offer this holy sacrifice of the Mass the more worthily we call to mind our sins and we ask for the mercy that Jesus came to bring. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us all to life everlasting. Amen. Jesus, Jesus Christ. 
us pray. Grant us, Lord our God, that we may honor you with all our mind and love everyone in truth of heart. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. A reading from the book of the prophet Zephaniah. Seek the Lord, all you humble of the earth who have observed his law. Seek justice, seek humility. Perhaps you may be sheltered on the day of the Lord's anger, but I will leave as a remnant in your midst a people humble and lowly who shall take refuge in the name of the Lord, the remnant of Israel. They shall do no wrong and speak no lies nor share, nor shall there be found in their mouths a deceitful tongue. They shall pasture and couch their flocks with none to disturb them. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Consider your own calling, brothers and sisters. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were powerful. Not many were of noble birth. Rather, God chose the foolish of the world to shame the wise, and God chose the weak of the world to shame the strong, and God chose the lowly and despised of the world, those who count for nothing, to reduce to nothing those who are something, so that no human being might boast before God. It is due to him that you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God, as well as righteousness, sanctification, and redemption, so that, as it is written, whoever boasts should boast in the Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Gospel according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, Lord. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain, and after he had sat down, his disciples came to him. He began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the land. 
Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the clean of heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are they who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And blessed are you when they insult you and persecute you and utter every kind of evil against you falsely because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward will be great in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So we have um, Jesus giving us the eight Beatitudes this morning in the gospel, very powerful. Remember how Moses, Moses gave the people of Israel the Ten Commandments from Mount Sinai, Jesus to uh, enhance them, to complete them, to fulfill them. The new Moses, Jesus gives us the eight Beatitudes from the hill of the Beatitudes. Um, would you all, any of you remember that, well, it was a book, popular bestseller, and then a movie, oh, it has to be 70 years ago, Quo Vadis. Remember it, Quo Vadis? I think the movie starred Victor Mature. Well, I'm sure no Victor Mature, but uh, I do remember that movie. It, you know the story, the ancient Christian legend about St. Peter. Uh, and... Uh, as you would know from your history, in the year 67 AD, Nero, the vicious Roman emperor who detested the early church, he had the slums of Rome cleared by setting a fire, and he blamed the Christians, and he put a price on their head. So hundreds, thousands of the first Christians were rounded up. And of course, who was their leader in Rome? Who was the bishop of Rome? who was the first pope, Peter, St. Peter. What did St. Peter do? He ran away. He ran away like he did that first Good Friday. Uh, the ancient Christian legend goes he was hot-footing it out the Via Appia. And when he was just getting through the walls outside of town, who does he see? walking towards him back to Rome, but Jesus. And startled, he says to Jesus, Domine, Lord, quo vadis, where are you going? And Jesus says, Peter, I'm going back to Rome to suffer with my church. Whereupon Peter turns around goes back into Rome, is arrested, and drug to that incline, that hill across the Tiber River called even back then the Vatican Hill, where he joined his 
brother and sister Christians in martyrdom. The uh, Roman soldiers crucified those first Christians. And when it came time to crucify Peter, remember, Peter said, I'm not worthy to die in the manner of my Savior. Would you please crucify me upside down? Peter was crucified upside down on the Vatican Hill. Now, the legend goes on that upside down on the cross, Peter saw a world turned literally upside down. And it dawned on him, this is all about the one who literally turned my world upside down. This is about the one called Jesus, whom I believe is the only begotten Son of God, our Lord and Savior, the way and the truth and the life, who turned my world upside down. He told me all the things I valued, all the things I followed, all the things I pursued, all the fears that I had. Ah, turn them upside down, Peter. That dawned on him as he's looking out from that hill of the Vatican, upside down, and he's seeing the center of the world, the Caput Mundi, the eternal city Rome. And he thought all these things that this empire cherishes, this Jesus has turned upside down. That's what Jesus does in the eight Beatitudes, my, fo uh, my friends. He turns the world upside down. He takes the values of this passing world. He takes the pursuits of this fleeting existence. He takes the priorities of our culture and he upends them. You see, what he's saying is what the world considers useless. Oh, that's really golden. What the world considers treasures will become dust. What the world thinks worthwhile, eh, it's all transient and passing. He turns it topsy-turvy. Think about it. The poor, huh, maybe in the eyes of the world, but they're going to be rich. The hungry are going to be sated. Those who are crying will one day laugh. Those who are pure of sin will be full of grace. Those insulted will be lauded and praised. Those persecuted, ah, They'll be on top soon. Those laughed at and snickered at, they're going to be applauded and embraced. And those who die will live forever. A topsy-turvy universe. Jesus showed Peter. Jesus shows us. Jesus teaches us in those eight Beatitudes. A world upside down by the one who really turned it topsy-turvy. He is the one, think about upside down, he's the one who brought heaven to earth and earth back to heaven. The divine came to humanity so humanity could be divinized. 
He's the one who summons us to a, a world seen upside down on a cross as the new Moses in those eight Beatitudes. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who is spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray. For our Holy Father, Pope Francis, for our shepherd, Timothy Cardinal Dolan, for all bishops, priests, deacons, religious, and those who guide us in faith, that they may be holy and effective in their mission to draw all people to Christ. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For peace among nations and for those suffering the effects of war, especially in Ukraine, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the church, that we may seek justice for those persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for those victimized by injustice, and for those whose voices are ignored, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And for all our beloved dead, that they may enjoy the fullness of eternal life, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We ask the powerful intercession of Mary, the mother of the church, as we make these and all of our prayers through Christ our Lord.
Pray now that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, our Almighty Father. Lord, we bring to your altar these offerings. Be pleased to receive them, we pray, and transform them into the sacrament of our redemption through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Heavenly Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord, for out of compassion for the waywardness that is ours, he humbled himself and was born of the Blessed Virgin. By the passion of the cross, he freed us from an ending death, and then by rising from the dead, he gave us life eternal. So with angels and archangels, thrones, dominions, all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and eat of it, for this is my body which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. 
Humbly we pray that partaking of the one body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Timothy, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who've died in your mercy, welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior Jesus Christ. who said to your apostles, peace, I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let's share with each other a sign of Christ's peace. Peace to my brother
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I'm not worthy that you should enter into my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed.
Please join in singing our communion hymn, number 670 in the hymnal, number 670, O Living Bread from Heaven. Let us pray. <clears throat> Nourished by these redeeming gifts, we pray, O Lord, that through this help to eternal salvation, true faith may ever increase through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. With your spirit. Through the intercession of Mary, our mother and St. Patrick, our patron, may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go in peace. Please join in singing our recessional hymn, number 791 in the hymnal. Number 791, there's a wideness in God's mercy.